Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. I am one of your FWBs. Read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And I am your other <laughs> FWB. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wait, did I say something wrong? <laughs> no, I'm just being your hype woman. I'm like, you did a good job. Keep going, Jess. It's like, that's my girl right there. <laughs> okay, keep that same energy. You ready? And I am your other FWB, booked with Emily or just M. And yeah. today we are joined with a very special guest, bookstagrammer, and already an FWB, Yasmin from mm-hmm. Yasmin Reads. My FWB girl. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. Thank you, my girls. Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm so excited. I'm like, where do I even start? Where does she even Wherever start? Yasmin, we're so excited yes. you're here. Yes. Like, well, where it's have just, you been? It's been, it was, it was time. We, this is like our group chat coming to life because we mm-hmm. truly have Nip a group chat. That's literally called Nip Slip Girlies, um, and I wonder why. Maybe you'll find out, but it's called Nip Slip Girlies. I'm Yasmin from Yasmin Reads, and I just love to read, just like these girls do, and have a bookstagram where I honestly talk about reviews, but it's just so off range, too. I feel like it gets unhinged. It doesn't. I like to change my range of reading. Yeah. Obviously, romance is a first love, but yeah. I think we read other books, too. Like, we do a pretty good job, all three of us, of, like, yeah. reading diverse. thriller, fiction. We're diverse <laughs> girlies. That's why I'm, like, and we change it up. So that's why I'm, like, you know, just hanging out in here. But also <laughs> reviews and also just, like, random. I don't know. I like to create a lot of graphics for yeah. fun and get creative. Yes, but they're so cute. You, too, though, girls. All the recommendations that you give. So, yeah. I don't know. We're just here. We're vibing and we're vibing communicating yeah yes. communicating both of those we're actually yes we're all on the east coast now because yasmin just moved yes we yes, are, we are. <laughs> yasmin just moved to new york from arizona right i did and i just found out well, like i knew about um daylight savings time but arizona doesn't have daylight savings time really? so next week someone was like we have to spring forward and i was like what the hell is spring forward because i know daylight savings but when someone says spring forward i'm like do we have to spring sprang forward yeah. like what's yeah. the deal but now i know so i'll just lose an hour of sleep with everyone and it'll be great the we'll just be grumps together i actually yeah. discovered that i went out to arizona last year and visited my friends that travel nurse out there and i think we were falling back and i was like oh we're gonna gain an hour and they're like, no, we don't do that in Arizona. I'm like, what do you mean? You literally just, don't even participate. Just did you know this? They're the only state. The I only state that literally does not follow daylight savings time. I think they're doing it right. Honestly, I think this is the last year that we're doing that. I, think I heard that, that too. Yeah. Because on the news last year, they were like, we're not doing it this year. So I thought right. we weren't going to do it this year. But then they pushed it back another yeah. year. So yeah. like where no one will participate in yeah. it. At least you get to experience it once. You know what I mean? Yeah. You like, know, it's, it's all about like this gathering of doing this together you know i can't wait to be a part of this club absolutely (laughs) springing and falling we love it daylight savings springing falling gathering (laughs) we love it it's amazing um okay so you talked a little bit about your bookstagram and like you read all of the genres you make all of the cute graphics so talk to us a little bit about what made you start a bookstagram this is always like our favorite question for other books that's such a good and i want to hear about yours even though i feel like i have heard about why you two have started it too and also when you both i'm actually turning the interview on you but also because emily told me this week she you guys like both fell off for like six months and i was like this piques my interest like were you just like it wasn't even intentional you both just like fell off 
for yeah, six literally. months. Literally. And I was like, I am, like, call me curious. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started in, like, 20, I think it's 2021. So it was a, a year after 2020. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of bookstagrammers started in 2020 because they were, like, cooped inside right. yeah. and reading. But I was always reading and I was always reviewing on my, like, personal page. Ooh. And then just, like, casually, like, sharing books. Yeah. I'm like, love this book. Or, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I followed a couple bookstagrammers and I was like, oh, I can, maybe I'll just create an account yeah. mm-hmm. and start talking about books, too. So then... Then I did. And I didn't realize, like, what Bookstagram really was. Like, I thought it was just a place, like, where you – I think you you two feel the same. But, like, yeah. you just leave reviews and then people, like, cool, they see your reviews. And I, like, shared it with my personal friends, yeah. like, all of them. Like, if you want to follow this book account. But then I, like, got really unhinged on my account. And, like, I was like, <laughs> now I don't really want, like, my coworkers to follow me. I was like, block, yeah. like, steam rating, smut, like, all this stuff. So now I hide, like, a lot of them from my stories, unfortunately. And if there, any of them are listening to this, which is doubtful because they're hidden from my stories. So, I probably won't share it with them but like I just I don't know, like realize it was this whole space where people review books but the people is like what I stay for and also yeah. not taking it too seriously like I think some people take it so seriously with like content creation but it's just vibes like yeah. do what you can but still exactly. live your life and read the books that you want to read like I feel like sometimes it takes away from my reading where I have to like put the phone down and be like, what am I actually doing here? So I get that. It's easy to fall into that pattern. I feel like I definitely sometimes Mm -hmm. have to be like, Emily, you're not getting paid. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) It's like, this isn't a paid content. This isn't my job. I'm like, chill, chill, chill. It's so hard though. It is. Okay. So back to the people you now have a roommate that you met on bookstagram. Is this true? Yes. This is true. This is true. It's funny how it happened because when I moved out here, I was going to live alone actually. But then my cat passed away, and I was like, I don't know if I want to live alone. Like, it's kind of like – and my friend Caitlin was actually moving the same time, and she's also from Arizona, went to college. So then we – she was very much like, I think it'd be good to live with someone the first year. Yeah. Like, it's really hard. Like, it's New York. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, I don't have to live alone the first year. So we were on the hunt together to, like, yeah. work for an apartment. And then Jocelyn knew – she has lived here for, like, the past, like, five or six years. And Jocelyn's the one with the bookstagram, bookstagram account. Um, and which I like should shout out her bookstagram account. Do it. Just shout it out. Name right now. <laughs> so I'm just like, we'll come back to it. I was like, we'll come back. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I'll shout her out. <laughs> we'll circle back to this. But I, um, so then she reached out and she's like, Hey, I've been looking for like a roommate, um, out here, like blah, blah, blah. Would you guys want to do like a three thing? And I was like, honestly, sure. Why not? It's like rough out here in New York city. So like, let's look for a three bedroom <laughs> yeah. apartment. And we found a really nice one and we have like a rooftop and we live in Brooklyn. Oh, and it's wonderful. good. It's chill. Yeah. yeah the pictures it's I come see, over. It looks come so over. Cool. I'm on the way. So yes. I'm, like, come I'm over. so bummed. I can't wait to gather there when I was in New York. I would have definitely. I know because like, you came December, like early December, like though. a week before Christmas. So yes, I think- and I was there. Like, kind of same time, because I was looking for an apartment that hunting. time, but I didn't have an yes, apartment. Yes, you were apartment yes. hunting. I would have hopped yes. right over into Brooklyn and been like, bye, Tim. <laughs> See you later. Yes, I, the, same, the way I want to meet Tim so bad, though, I'm like, he literally is, to me, I'm like, he's the bestie. And also your husband, too, Jess. I'm like, show his face. Where is he? Is he around this room? <laughs> we are, we were married to the same person, actually. So you yeah. meet one, you met him both. <laughs> Yes, but you guys see each other a lot too. Do you guys live nearby? Each other? No. Okay. We're like four. Well, it took me three hours and forty-five minutes to get home. That's nothing. That's actually really good. We make it work. So we try and get together like once a month at least. Best friends. I'm just. I love your guys. We try. I love it. Yeah. No, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. When you're driving home, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you're not excited anymore. No, it's kind of different. Are you in Pennsylvania too, Jess? 
I'm in Maryland. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. But you're in Pennsylvania. Aren't you in Pittsburgh? Yeah, so I'm in Pittsburgh. Funny, she used to live in Pittsburgh before we even knew each other. And then she, her and her husband moved out to Maryland. And then we met on Bookstar. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I went to high school here. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's literally 10 minutes away. Like, just (laughs) Wait, that's so crazy. I know, such a small world. Isn't it wild? Such a small world. Oh, my gosh. My dynamic, unlike the East Coast states, too, like, obviously, I'm from the West Coast, and, like, the states are so big. Mm -hmm. So I don't realize, like, how close Maryland is to, like, Pennsylvania. But I know Pittsburgh is way over here. But I feel like Pittsburgh's five hours from Pennsylvania. No? From New York. Yeah. Well, and, and not Pennsylvania. Well, I was Pennsylvania. I meant Philadelphia, guys. I'm like, I don't want to make state. <laughs> I was like, I meant to say Philadelphia. I was like, Pittsburgh's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is like Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh's here and Philly's here. They're on like opposite sides That's of Opposite state. sides. Yeah. Yeah. And then. But yeah, you're right. It's like five, four or yeah. five hours. It's a big state. Really, it's long, but we're we're not too far from New York. Like, we could be in the border pretty quickly, but to get to actual the city, it's probably, like, six six hours or so. So, that's still not too, yeah. too bad, honestly. No, no, yeah. That's, like, me from Phoenix to, like, L.A. It'll be, like, six hours to the beach or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, much cooler nice. out there. Phoenix to L.A. Right. No biggie. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no Philly. Biggie. It's too big. <laughs> You're, yeah, like, through these rage. <laughs> Fun drive. I think I'm, like, a train ride away, so... I'll I'll be on your rooftop yeah. in Brooklyn, Yasmin. No worries. Come over. <laughs> I would literally host you. I'm like I love to gather people to hang. <laughs> so fun. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, now that we know basically where you live and a little bit of your life and everything like that, I yes. want to know. This is a hard question, and we're gonna get into the books now. This is hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Let's do this. Yes. What was your favorite book of last year? so hard I could be like top 10 I'm like easy but I'm like favorite I'm like picking the number one I'm like mm. yeah I think I have okay, it though let's hear it. I think I know it but let's hear it the way I'm also going to my Instagram so I can make sure I'm like I'm like is it this one let me look look up your roommate's handle while you're there I know I should that's why I'm like the same time okay I have my favorite okay. book Okay. Oh, this is so hard, guys. Can I not pick top two? Or yeah, can I? Can I like? Or I can pick my number one, but still like highlight. This yeah, for one. sure. Whatever you want to tell us. Oh, this is so hard. I'm like looking at this image, and I'm like, <laughs> God, the travesty. Okay, I would say I tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow was my favorite book, and I like Ooh. loved it. Like loved it, and that one's like a fiction book, but it has like. Really good take on relationships. I loved it. It was so good. It's by Gabrielle Zevin. She's actually coming to New York and, like, doing a tour soon, so I got tickets for it. Wow. Yeah. So, and I don't know. I I thought it was such a good book. Like, it was beautifully well done and, like, a good take on relationships. And, like, video games, but you don't have to, like, love video games. Like, I'm sure you guys have heard of Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Like, I could spiel my review. But that book was really good. But then I look, and I'm like, Magnolia Parks, like, really took up my fucking life like drop an f-bomb like it truly like took over me for because i read it in july and it was a time when a lot of people had not read magnolia parks it was like a few people did and like that's who i like hooked on like to talk to them about the series and i can't even like give a favorite like i do lean more towards like magnolia parks more than like daisy hates but um like favorites like favorite series but then i also read throne of glass last year so this is really hard because like kingdom of ash was so Dude, good i just told jess i'm like i'm starting i'm starting air of fire tonight 
I'm, I'm pretty sure I voted for Era Fire for you to start, so I was like, please read Era Fire. Because <laughs> it's so good. That's why. But, like, it's hard. Like, looking at this, I'm like, my favorites. And also, just, like, the range. I'm like, also... Yeah. Before I let go. But I'm pretty sure it's, like, oh, Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, Tomorrow and, like, Magnolia Parks. Like, those were, like... That is yeah. solid. Solid. It's hard to say a number one spot. Like, but I think Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite from last year? <laughs> like, Maybe look at my Instagram <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, you're, wait, I feel like yours was whiskey. Like, yes, no? we did top 10. That was, that was in my number 10. I want to say that Zodiac Academy took number one. Magnolia <gasps> Parks was really high up there. I saw um, that. It was like two. two. And it just made me, yeah. pick, she made me put them in order. I was so mad at her. But those would be my <laughs> top two. I think, I don't, what was your number one, Jess? I forget. Guess. Okay, I'll guess. Did you read after wait. I do last year? <laughs> Oh, I know oh, that's your favorite book, but I couldn't yeah. remember if you read that last year. I love it. Yasmin goes, okay, I'll <laughs> I was like, um, I wouldn't, by the way, I would not have guessed that. <laughs> I haven't read that book, but like, that's really awesome. That's your favorite because I feel like people don't say that's like their top Taylor or Jenkins read. I love it so much. I can't wait to read like, it now. It's a good one. Yeah, Damn. it's just such a good book. I don't know. I always tell people if you're like, want to be married or you are married or yeah. you're in a relationship, you have to read it. I just love that, though. I like books where they're, like, married. And, like, when they're older, too, when they're not, like, in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, a single woman in her late 20s. I'm turning 30 this year, God forbid. But, like, no, this, I'm so, 29. I'm right there with you. Isn't it? But the end of your 20s is, like, good. And I'm, is like, it? okay. yeah. yeah. I think our 20s, like, we'll have stuff figured out. Like, you know, yeah. like, I think 20s, like, we're struggling. We're out of college. We're Absolutely. broke. Confused. And then, like, confused. 30s, I think we're, like, okay. <laughs> getting a little better it's a little better i hope (laughs) they They also say you have the best sex of your life in your 30s too so i believe that because you know what you want and you don't take anything else i so believe that so i'm here with it i'm ready tim you hear that tim where are you he's like playing harry potter you're like he's like in his (laughs) he's in his gryffindor what house is he gryffindor common room what is he yeah those are the good guys right right the good, the They're good. like, you know, it's it's Harry, Ron, yes. Hermione. Yeah, like, he's Gryffindor. Yeah, Brave. Yes. Like, yeah, they're good. They're good. He freaking good guys. I'm, not a, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. I can see that, Jess. You're really smart. Is that? Who's that? I'm not that smart. She is smart. <laughs> I was like, Ravenclaws are smart. <laughs> um, is that the blonde kid? I don't know. I never... <laughs> Slytherin. Malfoy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Just, yeah, I'll just shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, back on track. <laughs> Next question. Why do you love us? Um, because I feel like you girls are so real and genuine and authentic, but hilarious and so yourself. But it's like <laughs> so open to so many people. And just like, I just feel you also don't give a shit either. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you don't care what people think. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Jess, when you were like, I'm, by the way, congratulations, everyone. I don't mean to take the mic here, but Jess hit 50,000 followers this week, which was amazing. And she was so chill about it. But also, like, she's like, I'm so happy to be here. But, like, in such a humble way. I just, you girls are, like, so humble to me. And I know Emily's, like, laughing her into her wine. And she's like, Jess, humble. But I was like, you girls are <laughs> In my opinion. No. Like, these girls are humble. I'm literally... You guys are so (laughs) chill. Maybe you should take a step back on the wine, Em. (laughs) She's, like, taking her glasses off. I am literally... She can't see anything. I'm sweating. No, my eyes are definitely certainly going to be crossed. I'm going to open a window, I think. Hold on a second. (laughs) You guys keep talking. (laughs) Anyways. 
Well, Gabby, yeah, keep talking about <laughs> like, me. Thanks. I, I'm ready to. Hi- I'm such a hype woman. I'm like, I'll hype you girls up. I was like, anytime. It's like you're such good company. Like you know when there's like good people you're surrounded Aww. by, and I feel like you two are like very good people. And I just think your guys' friendship is like also my favorite thing. Aww. It's just you found each other. You guys, you two are like soulmates. It's really precious. <laughs> You're our third soulmate. We cry. That was so sweet, though. I was like, I'm an FWB, but it is. You guys are soulmates. I'm so glad you found each other. So it's really nice. Well, we it's feel sweet. the same exact way about you. We wouldn't have you on the pod if we didn't think so highly of you. Oh, You're baby. so creative. We love your account. We love talking to you. The voice memos or messages. Like, we, we yeah. feel the same exact way to you. So we're so happy you're here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for voice memoing me back. No, thank you. No, my turn. My turn. I love, I love, I love, <laughs> I love Yasmin because she is also very authentic. She's super funny. She keeps it she real. Does. She, um, goes on these funny little rants on her stories sometimes and just talks about things. And it's just, she's just such a, like, a bright spot on Bookstagram. Like, when I think of Yasmin, I'm, like, positive energy, like, just a ray of sunshine. Like, she's just so, so, I just, we adore you. Which is so obvious. I'm throwing up. Our listeners are going to be like, she is a little ray of fucking sunshine. Who do they got on there? They're going to want to replace me and Jess with you, honestly. I love you guys. You guys are the best. And sometimes those rants, I'm like, what's the fine line of like talking about books, but talking about not books? I'm like, what do the listeners want to hear? Talk I have about no idea, but just going to pop. <laughs> okay, we're going to play a game. If you, so we usually do a BuzzFeed quiz when we like do our pods, which mm-hmm. you... Yeah, that's fun. We're not going to do that this time. We have something even <laughs> trickier. Yeah. Jokes on you. You're like, that's what we usually do, but we're not. We are going to play since. So this episode is about underrated books. So we are going to get to that eventually. So in the spirit of underrated things, where yeah, maybe I don't know. We are going <laughs> to we'll play see. underrated or overrated. So we have like a list of things, I and love. you can say if they're underrated or overrated. It seems you like when we engage, so we will also answer. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I'm not the lone ship here. I was like, you'll be participating with me. I'm also that annoying person that's like, you know, when you have like the listener and the speaker, I'm like the listener. So this is like reverse for us because I'm very much like, so what do you think? How are you? I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like that part in Step Brothers where they're like, we're going to interview you now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's us, stepsisters. This is amazing. This is so much fun. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You know, I do love this because I think Jess and I, our friendship works so well because I'm the speaker and she's the listener. So to bring you in, I don't feel as alone anymore. This is amazing. (laughs) It's literally like a good balance half and half. Perfect. (laughs) All right. First question. Underrated or overrated? Living in the city. That's a great, great question to start with, y'all. That's a tough one, too. Or, like, perfectly rated. I would say it probably is, in retrospect, like, overrated because, like, it's such, like, this hierarchy being like, oh, I live in the city, like, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it's not easy to, like, live here. It's hard. And I think it's very glamorized living in New York City. But I think if you're – you know, like, why you come here when you do come here. Like, I knew what I was setting myself up for, so, like, I'm not going to glamorize living here. But I think – it's so, I think it's, I think it is overrated, but by like a smidge from the middle range. So like, but I mean, it's not over, I don't think it's overrated, but I think people in general would be like, oh, living in the city is yeah. overrated, but 
I mean, there's so much good from the city too. Like, I really like love it. So like, that's why I'm here. Like, but it is probably like very glamorized. I think it's definitely like hard to live in New York city and like poverty and just like also seeing like, it's just so diverse though too. So I think why it's glamorized, it's like the movies and the books that you read, like you only see the positives, but it's not like how it really is. So if you set yourself up with like the right expectations, you'll love it. That's perfect. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, but I don't say it's like underrated. I would probably say it is overrated. I know this is a long winded (laughs) answer because I know someone's going to listen to this and be like wrong buzzer, but you know what? That's just my thoughts. I think your thoughts are spot on. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, just my thoughts. (laughs) Okay. All right. Amazing. I think I know your answer for the next one, but I'm going to ask anyways, Taylor Swift. Um. Okay, but when you say overrated, underrated, she's not, not overrated. underrated. So everyone she? should love. her. So she's underrated. Everyone should love her. I'm very obsessed. Even some book recs I have today are like. But guys, the, my my relationship with Taylor Swift was so interesting because <laughs> I loved her when I was like in middle school, and this is when Teardrops yes. on My Guitar oh, came out. Yeah. Tim McGraw, and then I went through a phase in high school where I was like, Mm-mm, Taylor Swift, what is this? Why do you always sing about men? Like, what's the problem? Sometimes maybe you're the problem. Like anti Taylor Swift, like randomly, like this wave. And then I came back to her and I was like on my knees, like apologetic, like what did I ever do I'm to so like, sorry. I'm so sorry, take me back. And I don't know if it was like beyond the folklore shift, but she is like a musical genius. And I don't mean to change this like into Taylor Swift, yeah. but she's a goddess. <laughs> I love her. And anyone who says anything about her, I just want them to listen to different albums because they need to find the rhythm mm. of why they love Taylor Swift. Because maybe their reputation, maybe their folklore, maybe their evermore, mm. maybe their lover. Who knows? But like, there is a Taylor Swift for everyone. And anyone who likes to bash her, like, I'll, I'll, I'll come for you. But in like a, a positive way, you know? I'll just be like, no, 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 no. This is like a therapy session to merge them into Taylor Swift. I swear there's a Taylor Swift for everyone. I agree. <laughs> I think that's right. So yeah, underrated. Underrated is the answer. I'm sorry. I'm no, really, that okay. was I, I think there is a Taylor Swift album for everyone. I think like I'm not a diehard Swifty, but that like Red, the Red album is my album. But after that, it's yeah. so good. So, I agree with you. If you're doubting it, you haven't found your album yet. <laughs> I get exactly. I'm like, just take the time to find it or let someone lead you there. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lead me there yeah. because I don't me. have one. Call me, beat me. <laughs> oh, I'll find one for you, okay, Jess. Perfect. I feel like I can already vibe which one was going to be. Oh, so I'll come back to you. Curious. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yes. Okay. Underrated or overrated pregnancy tropes? Oh my gosh. I had this on my notes to talk about. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I think it's underrated am I right because well <laughs> I, I think right? I'm mixing up overrated <laughs> underrated right now <laughs> I'm like am I right okay okay you guys tell me what it is what I'm trying to describe <laughs> okay but basically I'm not anti-pregnancy uh-huh. trope I am I like pregnancy trope when they it's at the mm-hmm. end okay right so like when like it ends with like oh they're pregnant like blah 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 when it's in the b- middle or the beginning I don't hate it I know a lot of people do though but I also don't love when authors only end their books with pregnancy tro- like every time and I'm not gonna call her out even though I will call her out I think she's a wonderful author though but like I haven't even read her book so why am I even saying this but I know Devney yeah, Perry I knew you were gonna say that books. yeah and I've heard that and like I'll probably love it just fine but I don't think a woman or a relationship is has to be complete because there's a baby involved like you know so like i i think it's great when it happens but i i do not think like a life is fulfilled because of a baby so what is that underrated or overrated i can't tell (laughs) i I think maybe you're 
you're in the middle. You're okay with it, but you don't yeah. think it should be like overrated. But you don't think it should be like banned no. either. You're just like, yeah. I think they're yeah, kind like of a- under. I personally believe a pregnancy trope is underrated. I, I think people yes. give them so much hate, and I think that I agree. They can be kind of. I even like a surprise pregnancy Same. trope. I like a one night stand pregnancy Same. trope. Yes. give it all to me. I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's like when I read, um, not powerless, not flawless. Forgetting Kate and yeah. yeah, Heartless K. And I also just read, um, not Mile High, The Right Move. I'm not like spoiling anything, but there's like very much like yeah. baby talk in it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that one too, like, I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, I love this. Right. Like, I love this topic of conversation. It really talked like really well, like on trying to have her a baby, going yeah. through things like that. So, like, I love conversations around that because it's just honest and like real. But I do think it's underrated because people hate on so it. So like, much. Yeah, like, along. And I'm like, it's not the worst. Like, sorry that like they're popping in with it, but I don't think an ending has to have a pregnancy trip. I think yeah. we we actually talked with Megan Quinn. So Megan Quinn wrote a book, and it was um, oh. uh, surprise pregnancy at a polycon. We talked to her. I was like, we did. Yeah, not oh. on the podcast. Yeah, oh, we did. met her. We ran. We basically ambushed oh. her in the lobby, and we were just talking. She should talk to you guys on this podcast, though. Megan Quinn, come on in. Maybe we you should write girls. her. <laughs> Megan <as well>. Quinn. <laughs> Megan. But we did. We we were talking about the books we read and those three little words. The whole. This isn't a spoiler. It's a surprise pregnancy. Like one night stand leads to it, mm-hmm. and she said that she was ripped apart for writing that trope. She was like, "I will never write a surprise pregnancy trope again." And I'm like, "Why? I think it's fun." I think it's exciting. Like, I love, I love them. It. I think they're so fun. But I do agree I with too. you about the, the end. I know you haven't read Devney yet. But I'm, yep. I'm I'm a family girl. Yeah, I love babies and kids. But, like, it doesn't – you don't need – it just – it's always yeah, have yeah, to have yeah. it. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, Closed-door sex scenes. I think they're <laughs> underrated. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. right? God, I can't figure out my underrated, overrated, like, verbiage. I'm like, do I look up a freaking dictionary? Okay. So, underrated, because I don't mind them, because, in for- okay, let me think of Sarah Adams. Have you guys read Sarah Adams' books? I don't think so. I, like, like them. Like, if they, the, the, if you do a closed door, yeah. sex, like, no sex, yeah. basically, it's closed door. If you do closed door, I think you have to do really well everywhere else. Like, you have to, because you have to excel on it. So, I think people don't lean towards it, because they don't have as much fun. But, like, obviously, YA romances have it, and, like, if they do a really good job, like, make me, like, kick my feet, and I'm feeling so giddy, like, I, I'm happy, you know? Like, Better Than The Movies by Lynn Painter, obsessed. Like, love that YA romance. Like, The Summer Broken Rules, yeah. like, that one was closed door, too, and I was obsessed. Like, I loved it, because she excelled yeah, everywhere else right. in the book. Um... And also a book by Talia Hibbert, which was, like, unfairly cute and suspiciously... I always forget the name. That just came out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was, like, a YA romance. But, like, I know YA romance is not for everyone. But, obviously, those are, like, closed door and, like, NA romances. But I think if you could excel everywhere else, then, like, I'm fine with it. Um, But I I do think they're underrated because people only go... Which, honestly, God bless them. Like, I love it. Go to the steam and, like, open door books. (laughs) But, yeah. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. I loved, I loved all of those you referenced, too. Better than the movies I just read, and I adored it. Did you I like? I just bought that one. Just, uh, 
I guys, told Emily she so would really love it because I'm, she's like a big like '90s rom com yes. girly. So yeah, that's what you'll she be has. obsessed. Like she literally goes back on so many movies yeah. from like literally Nora Ephron and like Nancy Myers, like all these like really good. It's just it's so good. Like I truly felt like. I was, I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't have young love in high school, and that's why I, like, I <laughs> love this, but I lit, eat it up. It it's was, cute. they're so good. Really I love that. I'm okay. All right. Underrated or overrated? The Friends with Books podcast. I would say, God, the way I don't want to race it. Underrated. Overrated. Underrated. <laughs> It's underrated. Guys, why? It's not overrated. It's underrated. And I think it needs to be amplified. How do we get this? Can I be your guys' PR agent? I'm like, let's go. These are so good and fun to listen to. I feel like I'm listening to like a comedian on. I could listen to you all day. I could like go on my walks. I always listen to podcasts when I'm like walking in the city to get somewhere. (laughs) And you feel like you're with your best friends. And that's even if I didn't know you two. Just popping along. Yeah. So it is underrated. Just start throwing (laughs) business cards through the city of the friends. Do you have business cards? We'll make some. Wait, I should talk to you. I'll talk to you guys after about some PR stuff. (laughs) But I'm excited. Now I have some ideas. Just find, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll talk later. We'll talk after. Yeah, we will, because I have some ideas. Stay less. <laughs> so that's Perfect. All right. But yeah, underrated is the answer, Emily. Okay. Underrated. Stick with it. Well, I think that was a good note to end off the underrated and overrated. And now I think we can get yep. into underrated books. And so, Yasmin, for underrated books, do you know <laughs> what that means? <laughs> yes, I do. Don't worry, ladies. I Googled that. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, underrated books. So basically, books we think don't get enough attention. Books that we've read and we've loved yes. that, that aren't all over Bookstagram or aren't all over Book Talk. Or maybe you try your hardest to get people to read them and they just won't do it. And we are here yeah. to force yes. it down your throats. A hundred percent. I think also too the issue with like underrated books is like we're consistently getting new books, like especially romance, which like no complaints here, like at all. It's obviously a popular genre as it should be, and reading has become even more popular um, than ever. I don't know if it's COVID or book talk or whatever it is, um, but we keep seeing like the same recommendations, and also like being on Bookstagram, you just see the popular books that we keep getting. But I feel like there are so many books that are just left behind that I'm like, these books are so good and I don't see them ever. And like, we're always trying to catch up on our TBR and just read the new ones that we're like, oh my God, they loved it. I want to love it too. So we just leave the underrated books behind. It's hard being a book lover. It really is. It is. I wish I could read like a book an hour. That would be amazing. Like I just like catch up because there's so many good books out there. So it's Jess was just over this past weekend and I, we were sitting on the couch at night before bed and we were just talking about the afterlife and, and what scares us about it. <laughs> Wait, I saw you post something about this, Emily, and I was like, they're in deep. And we were right talking now. about no, it. No, we weren't, we weren't in deep. You know what's happening is I'm watching High School Musical 3, and I look over, and she's taking a picture, and I was like, what are you taking a picture of? And she would not tell me. She would not tell me. And I'm like, Emily, what are you doing? She would not tell me. And then I look at our story, and I see that, and I said, why didn't you just talk to me? <laughs> before we read all of the books we want to read. <laughs> like, it 
literally like actually kills me. Like you're you're right. If that was your thought process of how you got there, that's how I feel. <laughs> and I think about it all the time. I literally talked about it on my books one book stream post. Like I don't know if you guys have ever watched this episode of The Twilight Zone where the guy I like this. I'll have I to send it to you. But, like, yes. It's, it's so crazy. Like, basically, the world ends, and this guy is, like, obsessed with reading. Like, he doesn't want people to disturb his time. He ignores his wife. He ignores his work. Everyone oh to read. And then the world ends. It's, like, this, like, and everyone dies. And he has his glasses, and he has these books. And he finds these books, and his wor- his glasses shatter, and he can't read these books. And so his he's the only one alive, and he was so happy. He, like, lost his mind. He's, like, finally... A, like undisturbed reading time I can yeah. read all these books and I think about that all the time and I watched that when I was like 10 <laughs> and I was like and I was like oh my god like this is my like future like I was like I and I just I'll never forget it and I'll rewatch it now and I'm just like to like just like the last of like the world and like you can't even read books and wow. you're just gonna die anyway like it's, it's just like an ex it's, 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 yeah, it's a crisis it is it is exactly. <laughs> so I mean that's why we're going to give you some underrated books to read before you die. <laughs> before you die, because that's the only answer. <laughs> All right. Kick us off. Who wants to go first? Yasmin, go go for it. I feel like I always throw this book in, and, like, I have other books after this, so, like, it's not just this one. But I think my Oxford year is underrated Ooh. because and her new book just came out so maybe it's not as underrated as it used to be because people go to like her backlist but her new book thank you for listening just came out um and julia Julia yes she's an author and she's also a like narrator for a lot of audiobooks so she takes over a lot of audiobooks and my oxford year was just such a it's more than a romance though so i mean like and it's more emotional, I think, for a romance, yeah. too. But it's such a good book. And I feel like I don't see it enough on Bookstagram. I will say, though, I did post a review on it. And ever since I re- reviewed it, like, five other people did read it. And they're, like, oh, equally obsessed. So it's nice to see, like, that you can, like, recommend a book and, like, have others, like, join yeah. your squad. I love that. But, yeah, she's she's definitely a book, um, my Oxford year specifically, that I'm, like, is underrated. And I want more people to read it. But maybe that's just because it was before my, like, yeah. Bookstagram years. But I still don't see it enough. <clears throat> Yeah. And I think even if it was before your bookstagram years, more and more people are reading like every day. So I don't I don't think it hurts. Yes. Yeah. Like even if it was then like big back then, like let's bring it back. Bring it let's back. Bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's just do a throwback Thursday. Um, I'm gonna real quick get up. I'm, like always, just for our listeners, we'll put a guide together of all of the underrated books that we talk about and I'll write who, you know, Yasmin, Joss, or me who said them so you guys know. Uh, what they are, so if you're driving, don't be writing these down. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Amazing. <laughs> yes, drive it after. Take it down after. <laughs> oh, Taylor Jenkins Reed left the little quote for it. What? Oh, yes. on my Oxford year. Yeah, she said, a pure delight will stay with you long after you're done. I think you girls would I've read my Oxford year. Mm-hmm. I've read that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah, I liked what you it. Think? I did, did like, like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. She didn't like it. <laughs> no, there are some that don't like because the ending. No, they're like, what is no, this mean? Guys, is it ambiguous? Yasmin. Just no. Oh, right I like it. Leaving it positive. I like it a lot. It. It's a me thing. I like very happy books. And that is a heavier book, as you know. That's, it that is, is a me yes, thing. It, yes. is, it is a very good book. But yes, that's it. <laughs> That's why I can't wait to read a love letter to whiskey. I'm like, roll me around. Whiplash. Is it gonna be happy? You'll be in a is it gonna be? By the time you're done with that. I can't wait because I'm like that. That's I like books like this. That's why I like. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go next. 
Okay. My recommendation is The Light Through the Leaves by Glendi Vendera. I don't know how to say her last name. this one up. Yeah, I'm ready. She also wrote... Oh! She also wrote... Yeah. Wait. I have two of those. I've never read it. Um, Where the Forest Meets the Stars in the Oceanography of the Moon. So I... Hey, this cover is so beautiful. I think it's really cute. I really like her books because it kind of gives, like, crawdads vibes where the crawdads sing Mm -hmm. because there's, like, so much nature in it. Like... She's some sort of, like, science nature person, I think, for a career. And she just weaves so much nature into it. And just her stories are really beautiful. So they give, like, the great alone crawdads vibes. Say less. Say truly But they're not happy, so you'll probably hate them. Actually, say less. Will they have an HEA? Does it have a happy ever after? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So okay. it's just a rocky road. But honestly, Christine Hanna, though. Yeah. yeah. Christine Hanna books are like, yeah. I mean, I've only read one by her and I know I need to read more, but like her books are not happy throughout. Yeah. I feel like I am a sad girl. You're a sad girl. Them. Sad girl. But I really like them still. So the, the, light, the Light Through the Leaves is about, this is me. I'm terrible at remembering books, but I remember this book because it's about a baby that gets abducted in the forest and that's how, like, the mom, like, they were all in the forest, the okay. family was, and then they, like, tried to put something in the car, and then they forgot the baby, and then they came back, and the baby was gone. Tea, right? Um, but yes. then she gets abducted, and it kind of is, like, a dull point of view between, like, the mom and the family who lost their baby, and then the baby, like, when she's, like, growing yeah. up and, like, living with this person who is her mom. Wait, I'm so interested now. I just added it to... Want to I'm read intrigued too. Hmm. I'm so ready. was she was she abducted or abandoned? <laughs> I'm not sure. She was act. It was actually an accident. <laughs> Is this fictional? Is this no, fictional? Yes, it's fiction. Mm, okay. Sometimes this actually happens. I don't think it thing. actually yeah. happened. <laughs> All I know, <laughs> like, yeah, is that the baby is named Raven because when she was abducted, oh. there was a bunch of ravens around and they were squawking. Ooh. I need to read this. I'm so curious. Who You're going to read it. You're going to be like, Jess, none of this happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I read this back in the published date year of 2021. And this is what I remember. <laughs> we can buddy read it, Yasmin, because I'm intrigued too. So. I'm down. We can binge it. Yes. Like, it'll be so I fun. reserve the right to be wrong about everything <laughs> I just said. <laughs> okay. All right, Em, give us something good. So I'm sure you won't be surprised. I'm going to recommend an underrated series um oh, yes okay. by christina lauren so she's very well known or they are very well known but the wild season series by christina lauren is so good so so good and i feel like it's not talked about enough i've actually never even reviewed it on my own page <laughs> so i should do that but it is okay because i feel like it's hard to review books you really love like it is so daunting yeah. because yes it's hard to be like, exactly. why I love it. But you can just do. Yeah, like just trust yeah. me. Okay. But like it is the perfect combination of plot and steam. So it's not like purely smut where there's like a stupid little backstory. Um, and then each book, I, I believe there's four books, and they're each about a different couple, but they're interconnected. So they could be standalones. And I love an in- interconnected series where like you're getting like little yeah. tidbits of people and stuff like, you know, in each book. So that would be my under underrated series, The Wild Seasons. It's on 
my TBR. Like, I've been wanting to, because I read Christina Lauren books, like, way before books were Like, I think when I was, like, not high school, but, like, early college, the Beautiful yes, Bastard series. Yeah. And, like, I loved that series. And even Christina Lauren, like, they talk about it. They're like, we wrote that before we had a publisher. That's why it feels so Wattpad-y. Like, yeah. they even say that. Like, and stuff like that. Because they're like, but I loved it. And one of my favorite books is Beautiful Player. Will is, like, my favorite. I, like, if you guys, did you guys ever read Beautiful Player? It's, like, Will Falls for the Girl that's, like, a scientist. You guys have to read it. It's so good. It's, like, it's a comfort read for me. But, like, I love that series. And I was, like, I know I would like their other series. But I just haven't read it. Because, you know, when you get so overwhelmed with, like, every other book they're coming out with as well as like every other romance other book so i just have to binge it because like i'm pretty good at binging series like and that's yes. like one of them no so said that. i have only read beautiful bastard i've read the rest of this beautiful bastard is like everyone's like not to say least favorite christina lauren if you're listening to this like i loved it personally <laughs> but everyone likes it as it yeah. keeps going yeah. like they get because beautiful bastard's so random it's it's like a true enemies to lovers like why does he hate her like and blah 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 and it's just like exactly exactly left and right and all of a sudden he like falls in love with her but it's like <laughs> why but like beautiful player actually has like it's so well done Ooh. it's true like friends to lovers and it's brother's best friend <gasps> which is like one of my favorite oh, tropes okay. it's it's really really good so and the second one's good too which i think is like beautiful i don't know there's like I don't beautiful bitch all beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which I think is like a novella, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, beautiful stranger. Yes, beautiful stranger. Yes, that one's cool because there's like a really cool like mirror scene, and he's British. (laughs) It's but the next one, like I swear, just come back to me. Like read beautiful um, player. I swear you'll love it. You guys just all start it. I'll read that series if you guys read that series. So we'll flip-flop our Christina Lauren I have to read both. Yeah. Let's bring it back to the series I recommended. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, You're like, sorry. hold up. No, that's good. Okay, go. Go ahead, Yasmin. Your turn. No, it is. It is. Okay. I feel like you guys have read these books. I'm curious what you okay. guys think. But Renee Carlino books, mm, I think, are super underrated. Less. Because... And I'm trying to read her backlist, but I feel like she is an author of romance before yep. people got into romance. Too, and they were like, oh, I like romance. But I read Before We Were Strangers, and I also read her other book, which I, like, didn't love as much, but I still liked. Let me find it. I love it. Renee Carlino. Uh, yeah. Nowhere But Here. I do, too, and I, like, love the stories that she, like, puts together. Like, I really want to read um, Swear on This Life, but I really liked Before We Were Strangers, and I like Nowhere But Here. But, like, I just want to hit up her backlist. Yeah. I'm like, but she's underrated she to me. To me, and I don't know if it's because she doesn't have new books coming out, even though she did just talk about a new book that she's releasing, mm. which is exciting. But I feel like she's super underrated. And I, I think that one's Yeah, valid. Yeah. Emily, for the 12 Books and 12 Friends Challenge, she recommended me swear on this life. So that'll be my first Renee Carlino book. But I'm excited. I'll read that with Let's you. Let's do I have it. it. We're so, at, yeah, let, somebody keep track of all these buddy reads. I'm writing them down. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> I can attest for what Yasmin said. So I actually binged all of Renee Carlino's backlist. And now she isn't one of those authors that's pumping out books. So she hasn't had a new book in like a while, which is really upsetting. But I think Before We Were Strangers and Swear on This Life is probably like her two most well-known books. But her backlist is yes recommended to both you guys. Go for it. So good. So, so good. I'm on the case. Like, wish you were here. Wish I heard you were really here. Good. That's what I'm looking for like, now. Wish you were after the rain. After the rain is actually probably my third favorite. After before we were strangers ooh. and swearing this life. 
I yeah, haven't even heard it's of it. So good. That's why they're oh, just wow. like easy romance reads. Like they are just so addictive. You can read them in one sitting. Absolutely recommend them. So yeah, good job, Yasmin. I agree. I did read before good we were job, strangers Yasmin. in like almost one sitting. So because I was exactly, like, I and they're the so. most like outlandish, <laughs> like twists and like plot lines. But, like, it truly is. That's why I'm like, Jess, you gotta join our club on this. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm convinced. Okay. Okay. My next rec is. Um, I don't know which one I want to say next. I'm gonna go with Instructions for Dancing by Nicole Yoon. Yes! Uh, that's actually one I've been wanting to read, and I feel like it did blow up for a little bit, because I think it was, like, a book of the And month. then nobody talks Maybe about not. it anymore, ever. And I think I it's know. so they good. They talk about it that much. Yeah, that's it. Yes. It's a YA romance. It is, like, kind it. of got, like, I don't want to say paranormal, because that's not <laughs> it. But, like, there's, like, a little I ghosty love. moment, I think. <gasps> Call me in. I'm down. Maybe I'm making is, that up. Is the, but the, <laughs> I was like, is there a ghost? <laughs> dancing. It seems like very dancing with the stars ask, but maybe there's a ghost involved. <laughs> Guys, is there a ghost? It's a YA. It's also a paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm going on Goodreads right now, and I'm like, is, is there a, a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> it says... Oh, wait, yeah. You know what? I do. It says magical realism. So you write. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. I never doubted me for a second. And I sobbed in that book. I sobbed so hard. You wrote it, Jess? If you cry. I love a book lets me cry. Nicola Yoon. Nicola Yoon. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> She's she so also fresh. wrote, what's that book? Oh, yeah. The Sun yes. is Also a Star, which I love yeah. that book and movie. Yeah. Um, so that's my rec. <laughs> Done. Added already. Add it. It's already on my TBR, so I'm like... Amazing. <laughs> I read YA books so quick, too, because they're just so, like, digestible. I didn't realize I, just... I was a YA girly, but then I'm like, I kind of am. Yeah. I kind of love it. You need to catch the show. Right? And, like, I, I used to think that, too. I was like, I'm not. But then I started reading them, and I'm like, no, I like them. I just read <laughs> Begin Again by Emma Lord, and I really enjoyed that, too. I haven't read that. It just wait, came out. Wait, someone else... Yes, another Jess was saying how much she loved yeah, it. Yeah, like, Canada Jess. Yes, she loved it. And I was like, anything she recommends. We both love Lynn Painter. So, like, yeah. whatever she loves, that's YA romance. I'm like, t- I'll take it Perfect. Away. I need to okay. get on the um, YA train. I'll be the first to tell you. I'm, I'm not, like, a, I'm not. YA doesn't speak to me. It doesn't call me. Mm-hmm. But now after listening to you guys, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to do it. So I wrote these down. Do you think, like, why fantasy does? Like, if it's not, like, contemporary or, like, oh, maybe fantasy romance? I don't – I've never read a YA fantasy, to be honest with you. Like, the only fantasy I've read Mm -hmm. has been not YA. Um, So, like, new adult. I wouldn't say I'm against it. I'm just – I'm never – like, that's never my first, like, instinct to go to, like, a YA. But I wrote down these – yeah. Which is valid. We're not YA. Yeah, we're, we're like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, our age range, we're like, mm, I, think, that's really like. <laughs> I think I could read a YA if it wasn't romance. Like, just because I think that, like, I, I, I'm just not in that, like, headspace, maybe, or that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not my thing. But I read, um, like, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Like, that's YA, and it really. Oh, yeah. That's like yeah, a YA mystery. Like, there was a little bit of a romance in there, but, like, it wasn't super romancy if i'm gonna read romance i want to be able like a little more relatable but that's just like me you know like 
I think you'll like it. Like, you just have to pretend you're in high school okay. still. Because you, you have back. to, like, it just takes, yeah, that's why I yeah. like it. It takes you back to, like, I mean, let's not talk about my first one because he was trash. <laughs> but my husband, like, he was my high he school was, sweetheart. Yeah, that was he was great. So then it takes you back to, like, your, like, prom days or, like, your first love and that feeling or even in your college yes. days. Like, some of them. So I love it. All right, I'll do it. I always say try it, and then, like, I know it's not for everyone, and, like, some people say they're, like, I'm not the right audience for it, so then I'm, like, okay, don't keep reading it, because it's not fair to, like, review it if it's not for you, but I always say try it and, like, see. I do think Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter is, like, the perfect, like, I'm excited. I'm excited about that one, just because of what I've heard about, like, the movies and everything. Like, that is such a cool aspect, so I am excited about that one. Not bashing YA, it's just nothing that I've been, like drawn to yeah but she's just trying to get dick down that's exactly what it is like yes <laughs> dick down in Georgia. i just want to hear about robbing cocks and you know all the good oh. stuff so and ya don't have that well, yeah thank do? god they don't it is closed door but they feel you have the feels in other places i'll never so. forget this like makes me want to punch myself in the face i'm scared <laughs> but i read instructions for dancing when it like first came out and I was talking to someone, and I was like, yeah, it was good, but, like, there wasn't any sex in it. And she was like, well, it's a YA book. And I was like, you're right, actually. <laughs> I'm like, thank God there's no You're going to so, jail. Okay. <laughs> I felt like a creep after I said that. And I'm like, there's, these high school kids aren't having sex. Why not? Why aren't they doing that? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> or if they do, it's, like, closed door. You're like, I'm waiting for something. <laughs> okay. I will recommend Samantha Young books. Anything by Samantha Young. I think she's very underrated just as an author in general. Queen. That is so, that is literally such a good one to do. I've never even heard of her. I'm trying to think of, so have you ever heard of On Dublin Street? Exactly. On Dublin Street and Fight or Flight (laughs) are my two faves. That was, like, my intro into, like, contemporary (laughs) romances. It's, like, based in Ireland and it's, like this man who's like obsessive of this it's like enemies to lovers but this girl's got a secret it was just like back in the day when it was like what else is there like um like the unhinged like smutty books that like had something but like you would just like find like a pit full of them and like on dublin street was one of them and it's so good but she's done so many more books after that now now she's gone like yeah she's done a lot now so now i'm like that's not just her only one but i love that one that one's but i i don't think it's aged as well compared to like a lot of yeah. romances now, but like I think it's still really good. Like, that was definitely like an intro into like steamy books for me. Like I remember reading it and being like, "Oh my god, Samantha!" <laughs> so like that, yes. I think it was an eye-opening experience. But Fight or Flight by Samantha Young, I think, is really good too. I really enjoyed that one. It's like a um kind of like an enemies to lovers situation they meet one time they think it's going to be the last time it is not the last time so i think that one's really good it's not. but she you're right she has a lot more books coming out i see them all over that valentine pr like to request arcs and it's just like so many samantha young oh, really yeah always and she also did one with like berkeley the one like cosmo of love or something okay. like that oh, that know. just came out last year right yeah, she did that one. You can, like, tell because she'll have, like, cartoon covers, which, like, usually is Berkeley. And then, like, her Valentine PR is, yes. like, people or, like, yeah. whatever is on the yeah, mix. Exactly. <laughs> she did, oh, Much Ado About You. She oh, is, yeah. I haven't I've even, I haven't read her newer ones, to be honest with you. It's more like her backlist that I recommend. So start with those ones. Don't hold me accountable for the newer ones. 
I think you would like on Dublin Street, though. And then also, I haven't read the other one you recommended, um, Emily, so I will read that one because you I'll will love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm gonna read on Dublin Street. Perfect. Yeah, I like them both. God, guys, I'm getting stressed out. Can we just stop this? There's too many. We're like all these rats. Yeah, literally. Before we start, we talk about how there's too many books. No, no time. Well, now I've got a whole list. Like, these Here we are. <laughs> all right, Yasmin. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this in. It's a genre. And I don't think either of you guys have, like, read mm. this genre, but I know you'd be obsessed. But it's historical romance. I feel like it's so underrated mm-hmm. and not enough people read historical romance books. And I think it's because people are, like, afraid because they're, like, they're going to speak in this, like, proper language and terminology and they're just going to be, like, but it's not fucking like <laughs> right. that. Like, you literally read it. And it's so straightforward and they're so swoon-worthy. I... Like, historical romance was, like, my first love into romance. Like, that's how I got into reading romance when I was in middle school because I used to, like, rent these books from the library. (laughs) And, like, obviously people, like, have read Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. And I think Julia Quinn books are, like, a great intro. But there are, like, you two would love books by, like, Lisa Kleypas or, like, Beverly Jenkins. Mm. Like, there are so many good historical romances out there. And it's just, like, the men are, like, unmatched. And, like, the things that they say and, like, the sex scenes are, like, impeccable. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, the books are so, so good. Like, and you'll just, and any friend that I have recommended them to, like, they fall down the pit of reading historical romances. Like, um, I don't know if it's, like, did I say Lisa Kleypas? Lisa Kleypas and, like, Sarah McLean. And Sarah McLean has a podcast, and it's called Faded Mates. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's, like, a really, like, popular, um, podcast where she talks about historical romance books and just romance books in general. But it's just historical romance is so unmatched, and I think it's truly underrated. So I can't recommend it enough. What's your one? And you you two would binge it. What's your one book rec? Like, where should we start? I would say Lisa Kleypas's Wallflower series. Okay. And then going from that series to, like, her next series, which is the Ravenel series also. And also she has another series. But, like, Devil in Winter is, like, a staple piece historical romance book that is from that series, too. It's, like, the last book in it. I swear you girls would, like, love it. And they're so bingey. You can read them in, like, a day. Because they're just so... Like, you read each book, like, in a day. And I think people are intimidated by it, but it's nothing like what they think, and they're completely surprised by it. She has really good So I have to... Listen, this is how I spelled her last name. (laughs) Like, Flaypiss? I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) C-L-A-Y-P-I-S-S. Granted, the only reason why I know it's K-L-E-Y is because it's like, (laughs) I see it so much visually. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm excited. Yeah, historical romance. I didn't even really know that was like a genre, to be honest with you. Do you know what I think I'm turned off from it, though? The covers. I think Hmm. the the covers of the books lose me because... At yeah. a polycon, we met an author, and I'm, I'm blanking, but she wrote historical romance. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jess? A Molly Howard. Is that who it was? I think it was. Oh. Or Stacey Reed. She was so, okay. so nice. So mm-hmm. sweet. Like, we talked to her, and we tried to get into our panel. That's when we were cut off, Jess. Like, we are like, the second person behind to get in. <laughs> but anyways, we got a couple historical romance books from, like, going to the event, and I, the covers just lose me. I'm like, I would never like this. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yes, exactly. but it's weird because once you start reading historical romances, like you like learn to appreciate them. It's kind of like Elsie Silver covers, yeah. like you're like oh, and then you're like no, it kind of fits yeah. the characters. 
So you're like, it's no biggie, but they are nothing like the covers, too. Like, the book isn't what it is. I don't know. Stop how to judging it, but, books by yeah. their cover. I do. It's, it's like, do it's it's true. The worst habit. <laughs> no, I, I do, do too. <laughs> I don't blame you, though. Or, like, Evie Dunmore is like, you know, who wrote, like, A Rug of One's Own and Bringing yes. Down the Dunes. Like, she has those cartoon. Yes, she wrote, she did, has, like, mm-hmm. the cartoon covers because, like, Berkeley yeah. did those books. And I think that was an intro for a lot of people to read historical romance. And then. Then they started falling into, like, Lisa Kleypas and, like, Julia Quinn and, That's like, um, Julie Garwood, Julius McNaught, like, all that stuff. So their historical romance is really good, though. Like, you can just read them on your Kindle. Yeah. Like, oh, well, the covers. But some of the classic historical romance covers are, like, yeah. beautiful, though. Like, the really, really old right. school one from, like, the 70s, 60s. They have, like, crazy backdrops and it's, like, this pirate guy, like, on a ship. It's just, like, they're so fun. Yeah. So it just depends. No, this but, is good to know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We've literally never talked about historical fiction on the podcast. So I think this is going to be like kind of like a refreshing new, I don't know, genre for people because I, I haven't. I'm excited. I think, yes. If you like historical fiction, I think you'll be 10 times obsessed with historical okay. romance. Like they're, the plots are like so unhinged too. And like they're Amazing. really like insane and so fun. Like I like historical romance so much more than historical fiction. Nothing against historical fiction. I still yeah. like it. But the romance being involved just makes it that Gosh. much more is, is Bridgerton? That's historical romance. Bridgerton's is historical romance. And those are I really good too. I never read them, but I, I did watch the show. And I like right. One of the books in that series you two would love was When He Was Wicked, which is Michael's book. And Michael is like top of boyfriend like he book boyfriend like he you haven't met him yet because francesca is a bridgerton sister and she like you never Mm -hmm. see her yeah 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 so it's not till like book five or six or something but they're doing the show out of order aren't they like so out of order and they're like changing everything so i can't even like keep up i'm always (laughs) like you know like the book is better than the tv show no offense but like i still think i like how they're diversifying the show though which is great but yeah, I always like the book okay, sometimes better. Noted. I like that you had to pay for marriage. <laughs> what? Sorry, that was <laughs> Oh, no. Like having a dowry, yeah. though. Like you have to have a dowry to get married and stuff. And there's like, there's all this terminology in historical romance, like wallflower. And like, you learn about dukes and like marquees. Marquees, am I saying that right? And like viscounts and oh. stuff like this. Yeah, they say viscount. You just learn a lot of cool things. It's like fun. I feel like I could go to London and be like, I know my stuff. <laughs> Emily and Where I. Where is the Viscount? <laughs> the Viscount who loves me. Oh, uh, wait, wait, guys. It's not even Viscount. I've been saying Viscount it? wrong. It's Viscount. Uh, it's I did Viscount. know that. Because, you know, like, Viscount who loved me is the yeah. book. So it's, like, by Julia Quinn. But, yeah, like, <laughs> okay. it's Viscount. So I've also been saying it wrong my whole life. Yeah. But you learn something, something new. When you watch I TV. Find, you're not alone. <laughs> I was going to my nails done one time, and I was talking about Zodiac Academy, and I was telling the girl who does my nails, I was like, yeah, like, it's about these two hairs, and they're, like, they got the th-, And she was like, are they bunnies? <laughs> Literally. Is, like heirs. And I'm like, no hairs. Like hairs to the throne. <laughs> no hairs. And she's like, oh, you mean heirs? Am I even yeah, right? I'm like heirs. Like, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> and Emily. Yeah. You're like the heir to the child. Emily pronounces things wrong all the time. It's like one of the things I about did too. her. Like, and she's just like, we were at dinner and she's talking about. Maury, like the show Maury, and she's talking. She said, "You know, Mari," and I'm like, "What the fuck is the Mari?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Where is this accent coming that's from?" Just, that's just what I know. Or Chad, Chad Michael Murray, Chad, it's Chad it Michael Murray. You know what? You're right. I'm not going to disagree. You both are right. I say it wrong, but to me, he'll always be Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> 
this is like the talk of like ricin and ricin you know wow. like i at first said ricin for the longest time and now i say ricin but i never thought i would see the i'll day. never say but lucian no is it lucian, lucian. i still yeah, say lucian sorry i still say I feel lucian. Like lucian sounds like lotion it does lucian i'll I'm try sorry. to say lucian if it was like Asriel, yeah. I say Asriel. Yeah, Asriel. Okay, Asriel. Cassian. Her yes. name was Feyre. hard for me. I was like, Fiery? Like, I didn't know how to Feyre. pronounce it. I was like, what? It's like Fiery. Out of Feyre. all of the Feyre. people, she's the only person that she, like, gives you the pronunciation of her name, Feyre. She does. Yeah. In the first book, she's like, Feyre. But it's so interesting because when you read Throne of Glass... It's like you learn so many new names, but I think Crescent City had some funky names too. So I I'm struggle like, with Throne of Glass and the name. Well, you know that I didn't. I'm like Kale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, everyone is like Cole, yeah. K- Cole, Cole, I Kale. The names. I don't know. We got kind of off track. Okay, there. back on They'll track. Kick in. Back on track. <laughs> They'll kick in. <laughs> names on names. Names on names. Okay. I guess I it's, it's my just, turn. Yes, let's hear it. Yes. I think this is an underrated bot, but. I think we all love it here. Uh-huh. I'm confident in saying that, but Accidentally Amy by Lynn Painter. Yes. I think we all love yes. that book. We- Such an underrated bop, and I wonder if it's because it was, like, an indie yeah. published. It wasn't a published published. Right. And she was so low-key about she wa- it. I mean, that was the first Lynn Painter I read, and I loved <gasps> yeah. it. She told me. it was me. amazing. And I was so impressed. I was like, Emily, you need to yeah. read this. I binged it. Like, I was cracking up. It was so I literally funny. binged it, so Her funny. humor is so it's good. So Her funny. dialogue. They're not, it wasn't steamy, mm-hmm. but that, like, you didn't even miss it. Yeah, I think that's no. such a good point, because I've, I've t- I like steam. Like, I do like steam in books. Before I even read a book, I'm like, is there steam in it? But this is a book, and this is to your point, Yasmin, where she excelled in every other area. Like, I never yes. missed. Like, would I have liked it? Sure, because I just would have liked it. But it didn't. Yes, it, it would have amplified it. it. Like, it was just so <laughs> yeah. good. And I'm so glad Jess recommended that one. She's like, Emily, you're going to love it. And I did. I love that. I think Yasmin recommended it, was, it really? to me. <laughs> it was so good. And it was, like, Kindle Unlimited. And it was also just, like, perfect for fall oh, yeah. because she was very obsessed with, like, pumpkin spice yeah. days. And I'm like, I'm feeling in the spirit of the fall season. I will read anything that she writes. Her new book actually comes out next week. Love uh, the Love Wagger. <laughs> Wait, who had her? <laughs> Speaking <Exactly>. of... <laughs> Is it not Wagger? It's, it's Wager. Like, like, wage a bet. <laughs> Listen, Emily's not alone. I'm like, do I dare admit that I also say everything wrong? Because my mom and dad are for it, and my mom says everything wrong. So, like, anything that she said wrong growing up, I, like, inherited. So, like, I truly, I was like, it's Wagger. You know <laughs> what? The said. thought did cross my mind. I'm like, it's obviously the love Wagger. Like, that makes she sense. She said it so confident, too. The love Wagger is coming. wager and i'm like i don't even know what that word is yeah it's actually the love wagger i was just kidding everybody that- i do think though you should both interview lynn painter and she would do it like hands down like she would, I would try like yeah. as you read she's so great like she's we're friends now too and she reached out to me Aww. when my cat passed away because she like loves cats she's just so sweet like she's such a good person and she's like lives in indiana i think and really amplifies that state. Like, all her books are, like, in Indiana. Wow. And I'm like, damn, I want to go there. Like, too. wow. Like, it's such amazing. a bizarre state. And I'm like, I don't even know if it was. Yeah, it is. No, no. It's Nebraska. Even I don't think it's Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 
Nebraska. And I'm like, good for you making your hometown Popping your spirit. <laughs> That's funny. I, okay, we'll try. We're we'll actually, try. As long as Emily likes her books. We're reading The Love Wagger for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's, I will listen and I will listen. I will yes, read and I will our, listen. Our last buddy read of March. We're, we're reading that. It hasn't, we haven't bought it. The yet. Love Wagger. Oh, That's the perfect. Love Wagger. No. So. Be- Comes out in three days. Love Wagger. Month, I think. Anyways. We're going to keep yeah. saying Wagger. Love Wagger. Let's do it. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> who is, I don't even know. Who is it? You're next. I think it's oh, you, okay. Emily. Um. Oh, I have a co- Okay. No, I'm going to stick with series, and I'm going to go with the After Series by Anna Todd. Ooh. And I don't know if this is truly underrated because I think she has a cult okay. following. No, I think like she has like she, she has because it started on Wattpad. It was a fanfic of Harry Styles. And so many people loved it that it ended up becoming like she rewrote it, you know, a little bit and stuff like that. So I think she has like her cult following, but I don't think it gets the attention that it deserves. Like I have maybe seen. I think Jules and Brie actually are the only other bookstagram account that I've seen to like review um, this series. And it is so good. It's a college romance. It's so toxic. It's so unhealthy. You get that whiplash. Like it's, it's, I'm not saying that it deserves to be like a bestseller by any means, but it is so addictive. No, but I think it's fine. It doesn't have to be. So addictive. I need to read them because I've only watched them. And Emily literally told me, she's like, you need to read these. Right. And I feel like I'd be very, I love toxic relationships. Like, call me guilty. Like, in books. Like, I love it. And, like, that's, like, the type of romances, like, they'll just go back and forth. And, like, I don't think it needs to be perfect. And that's, like, the type of plot that keeps me going and on my toes. Like, Emily just recommended that book series this week that's like taboo romances I wanted to talk about because I wanted oh. to talk about QB Taylor and I'll get into that and but like I like those books but I understand they're not for everyone mm-hmm. and I think that's like opening the table yeah. to that yeah is exactly that so I want to yes. read the after series because the movies I know the movies doesn't do it are horrendous they're different. not even different. It's it, no way. You could read the if you read these books and then just watch the movie by accident, you wouldn't even know that it was like an adaptation. Like they are so different down to like the plot. Like they're it's so so bad because I watched the movies after I read the books and I was like, what the fuck? I was so disappointed in them. And like I know books to movies are hard to do sometimes, but the move don't even go off the movies. Like if you're turned off from that, just trust me when I tell you they're nothing alike. Nothing. Yeah. I can't wait. That's why I'm like, I'll, I'll read them. So I'll read those two. And also I think about the L. Kennedy, like, mixed book, like the Paper Princess or whatever. Have you guys read those? Yeah. No. I have them, but I haven't read them. I Aaron love Watt. them, but I don't know if I finished that. It's Aaron Watt, but isn't it, like, combined L. Kennedy and, like, Some other lady. lady. It's, I yeah. didn't know yeah, that. It's a, it's a duo. It's L. Kennedy's, like, yeah, L. Kennedy wrote those books with someone else. So it's like both are like series together. But I love those books. They were toxic and they were so good. It had like six scenes. It had like all this stuff. I, think I was you obsessed. recommended it. had like poisoning. Actually, I think you recommended that series to me because Tim bought me one for. They were so good. And then Jess told Tim to buy me like one of the books for what? Christmas maybe, Jess? I don't remember. Yeah. But. Because you said you wanted to read I it. I think because, yeah. <laughs> they're so bingeable. You'll read it one a day. Again, sorry, I keep saying one a day, but they're really good. Like, Emily, you would love them. And also, who else? Carol read them, too. Um, whatever, Carol's. I can't remember everyone's Shelfie handles. Queen. Yeah, Carol love loved them. Carol. Yes. Yes, me, too. She's such we an angel. We should have Carol so, yeah. on here, too. But, yeah, honestly. she read them, too. Okay. So Carol would be so much fun. And she's also reads, like, she a does. diverse yes. reading range. So. Okay. You're up, my husband. Let's hear it. 
okay, well, I'm going to throw her in, but I was going to say QB Taylor books. I think they're underrated, but I know they're taboo. Yeah. So I know taboo is not for everyone, but they're so good, though. So I really want to throw it in. Yeah. Yeah. I want to read. Which one do you want to read? Have you ever read a book by her? No. I have da- I have on my Kindle Unconditional, maybe is what it's yeah. called. I don't know if I've read. Let me Unconditional. See and then I bet we were just talking about what me- what's meant to be. I loved that one. I think that's the one that I like first I started. heard it's um, dirty, what? filthy. Meant. Yes, what yeah. was meant to be. That wasn't my first one in, but I did read it. That was her newest yeah. one that just came out. She is super nice. I've talked to her before. Um, I know. I've heard. There's some people who, like, really stand her, too, you yeah. know, like, in the romance world. They're, like, yeah. besties with her. They, like, hang out with her at those, like, polycon I know who you're going to say, stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they are, like, bestie besties with her, which is good. So, I've I mean, never read anything by but, her. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to read Love Unexpected, her. Unconditional. You haven't read anything? Neither of you no. guys have read? We were We were... <gasps> So we're trying to pick our April reads, and we were going back and forth maybe about what was meant to be as one of our, like, April buddy reads. But I'm not – I don't know. I don't – we'll see. We'll see if we pick it. <laughs> well, I I mean, it has, like – I know it's taboo, though. So it's, like, it literally is, like, age gap. It's, like, what is – even what was meant to it's be about. that one's Godfather. Like, yeah. Yes. I'm not against it. I'll do I it. it. I'll, I will absolutely do it. But he was a godfather so early in, you know, like kind of thrown in from what I remember. It's like the way she handles it is actually like so well. But I like, again, I don't, I don't want people coming after me being like, oh, my God, why would you recommend right. this? But like, it's taboo. So if you're like not into taboo romances, by all means, do not read yeah. this these series. It. OK, Yasmin, give us whatever else is on your list, because we're honestly, I think that was you guys give me the rest of yours i mean that was pretty much i think also fantasy romance is like down there too i don't think i see enough of that but i feel like it all depends about who you follow and like diversifying your reads anyway but like fantasy there's just so much out there that like i feel like it's a lost pit like i obviously we all know the mains it's like sarah j moss and like um j love jennifer armantrot but then also like did you read also too jess um the serpent in the wings Mm -hmm. of the night Emily and I read that, and I really liked that. And I was like, that's, like, I miss fantasy yeah. romance, like, and it wasn't, like, totally romance, but it was, like, yeah. a lot of just, like, a fantasy world. Like, it was good. Yeah. It was really well done. I really like YA fantasy, too. Me, too. Did you like The Cruel Prince? I haven't read, read that, but I read, Carabelle. Um, once I started Carabella, and I read Once Upon a Broken Heart. See, that's why I won't read those until I read Caravel because my sister is like so adamant being like, you need to read the Caravel series and then you can read Once, a Bro- Once Upon a Broken Heart. But the second book I heard, it was like so good. I didn't Everyone read, like, read Caravel, but I did really enjoy the second part. It's, um, it'll get you in the feels. I think I'll I cry. Think I'll cry. I, love it. <laughs> I agree. I, Not fantasy, yeah. being underrated, just in general. I, you know. I feel like, though, fantasy does have, like, like the stands are with fantasy. Like, I don't think... They have a stance, yeah. and they only read fantasy, too. Like, they don't read anything, anything else. else. Or you have a mix, right. too, yeah. but, like, the fantasy stands are stands. I think... Yeah. I agree. I would say even fantasy is maybe bigger than romance. I mean, I know, like, for us, romance is huge, but, like, because fantasy, then you have, like, the men who also will read it and stuff like oh, that. Oh, and, like, that's... There's, like, different hierarchies of fantasy, too. Yeah. There's, like, uh, what is it called? It's, like whatever not full or i forgot people who are like fantasy stands here are gonna be like what are you saying but like <laughs> fantasy book genres it's like i was 
It's epic fantasy, high fantasy, yeah. low fantasy, urban fantasy. Like, there's just so many that I'm just like, wow. We went like, to, a, I, like, a book night at Barnes & Noble, and there was a couple of fantasy authors there. And the one girl was like, yeah, I write epic fantasy. And I was like, yes. I mean, that's like, you're speaking highly of yourself. But <laughs> and she's like, no, it's like a genre of fantasy. <laughs> And you're like, oh, that's what she means. But no, it's true. Like, there's so many, like, The Name of the Wind, which is, like, a very popular, like, fantasy book, like, amongst men and just people in general. I'm like, I put that on my TBR. I'm like, one day I'll read The Name of the Wind and stuff. But, like, where is Game of Thrones? I mean, is that fantasy? Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) I think that, um, like you said, they have, again, like, their, their cult following, right? Like, they, like, have their true listeners or readers. But I feel like it's hard to break into that genre. Like, even for myself, like, it's very daunting, I think. Like, if yep. you've never read it before, like, it's hard to get into it. We want to do a whole episode on fantasy, actually, because I think it it's you such should. a niche genre that if you don't read it, you're so against it. And then you do, and you're, like, yes. sucked into it. You just, like, want to eat it up. So, I agree. Underrated. It is. And the people who are, like, anti-fantasy, they're, like, anti-fantasy because they're, like, that's not real or, like, whatever. But I'm, like, a great intro, and I know it's, like, so, like, this is not overrated. It's very overrated, I'm sure, is A Court of Thorn Roses. Like, that's a great, yeah. like, fantasy to get people into it because I'm, like, they're really good. I don't think you'll be confused. And it's actually, like, gets you in the feels. Character development, plot, like, all of it's so well done. But I always like to intro people with that. No, yeah. I totally agree. I even say start with, like, YA fantasy because, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I say, I've said this to Emily before, like, I didn't even realize I was reading fantasy and then I look back and I'm like, okay, like these are all considered fantasy and I like wouldn't have thought that because it's not like always fairies with wings yeah. or bats or you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I like definitely associate when I think of fantasy, but it doesn't have to be that. So. That's literally Throne of Glass. It's like Six of Crows. Throne of Glass is very fantasy, like especially like in the beginning because like SJM wrote that when yeah. she was like 16 and then they get more like na as they go but it's still crazy to me that her mind was like that at that young of an age because you you'll see in like era fire like really develops yeah. like emily as it keeps going for the characters but like shadow and bone is fantasy why fantasy yeah. and so is like six of crows there's and a lot out there caravel and cruel prince there's so many and honestly i grew up reading fantasy like i loved like ink heart and those books and like obviously harry potter so like realistically speaking i was like okay yeah you were always like yeah. a fantasy girly but then you drifted away and then came you just like came back words. yeah <laughs> i like stephanie garbert because you said caravel her books read so quickly they're only like four hours long they're super quick wow that's so fast my sister says for stephanie i actually met her because i got my book signed by stephanie garber because my sister's like a huge Aww. fan so like i went for my sister to get the book signed and she my sister calls her books like whimsical mm-hmm. like which gives you like the young feels of like ya like magic and she just like loves that about her so that's why i was like okay yeah i'm gonna read caravel and try it out and she seems like a great storyteller yeah. so yeah. caravel kind of gives like historical romance for a minute too in the beginning Oh, yeah. I feel like it does. Isn't it, like, circus yeah, vibes, too? circus vibes. Yeah. And he's, like... I'm down. I have yeah, the book. The dad's, like, no, you can't marry my daughter sort of thing. Is so. there a dowry? I don't think there's a dowry because he's already rich, but... Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these covers rich. are really pretty. Okay. I've seen these before. You can buy this set, too, and they're, like, beautiful and so cheap. Like, also, YA is significantly yeah. cheaper than, like, even if it's a hardcover to buy books from compared to, like, adult or I've whatever. literally so. been 
hopping my fucking pussy to try and get the <laughs> pink and purple covers of Once Upon a Broken Heart and Ballad of Never. Is it sold out? Everywhere. I have everywhere. Them. I have an extra purple one. Okay. Um, I'll figure. <laughs> they're like in Arizona, and I'm like shipping them. I'm going back to Arizona in a month or like in two weeks, and I'm gonna ship my books. So I will ship. One because I have two covers of the purple. One. I mean, if you have an extra that you're willing to yeah. part with, I'll that's the give second you all book, my right? money. Yeah. Yes. 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 I, I think you deserve it more than I do because I haven't even read them yet. <laughs> I just like have them. So I don't know about that, but it's like you deserve it. You're a true fan. Literally, I'm like trying. I've been trying everywhere. They're sold yes. out online. They're sold out in all of the stores, like in my area, in Emily's area. <laughs> That's like Kingdom of the Wicked. Like that series is also YA fantasy, and the first book of the Barnes and Noble edition was like sold out. So I was like trying to find it, and it's just nowhere, nowhere to be God. seen. What the heck? Dude. Is there a paper shortage? Probably, but like, why are they? <laughs> there was, I think, during COVID. Actually, she's like, Wasn't actually, there? Emily, you're wrong. I, think <laughs> I know this is a joke. She's like, what? There is <laughs> these special editions from Barnes Honestly, and Noble. What do you only. think they grow on trees? I mean, seriously. Okay, <laughs> literally. Okay, I, I think that's everything I have. Yeah, I don't. Me too. I really don't have. Yeah, that's all I have too. That's all I got. Okay. I there, if there's sure? if there's a I couple guess. more, then I can include them in the guide too. I feel like the ones I have aren't even that underrated, but that's what I have. The underrated ones Do you have that more? I have, no. I've talked about on the pod before. Like I've I've mentioned yeah. them before, so I don't have to like go into them anymore. But like I will include them in the guide too. But I think these were like a lot of solid ones. I'm really intrigued about the historical or the um. Yeah, historical romance. Wait, I will literally send you girls, like, and everyone else that listens. Like, I promise, I really do think you'd be obsessed. Like, you guys would fall down That's a pit. Put together a little Yasmin guy I will. Us. There's, like, people, too, on Bookstagram that heavily talk about historical romance, too, mm-hmm. that are, like, very obsessed. Like, they are, like, diehard Ooh. fans. And, or, like, newly, newly started reading them, and now they're, that's all they read. That's <laughs> crazy. So, yeah. I'm excited. They're just so, they, like, if you're ever sad, they really make me happy. <laughs> sometimes we need Yeah, they're that. just, like, those upper yeah. books. Yeah, like the Ted Lasso of books sometimes, <laughs> oh, you know? Ted Lasso. And New Girl oh, of reading. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, I'm sold. I love both of those. Yes. Um, okay. okay, when is Ted Lasso coming back on? That's a- It's coming out, like, in five days. Oh Six God. days, four days. You're joking. My roommate's, like, so obsessed. Yeah, it's, like, March 16th or something, she said. March 15th. What? Yeah, Ted Lasso new season. Oh my season god! Three. It's coming out, ladies. <gasps> When's the date? March fifteenth. It's very like this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh happy day! That was the best. My brother's also very obsessed with Ted Lasso. He's like, I, I haven't finished it yet, so I'm really bad with TV though because I, I put too. all my time into reading. So that's why I'm like, but I know I would love Ted Lasso, or I just go back to my favorite shows like rewatching New, New Girl. Girl. Oh. Yeah, Roy <laughs> Kent. The things I do for Roy Kent. Oh my god! Oh, I love. I've, I he is one to stay on mm-hmm. for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Okay, sorry, Em. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was just yes. going to stick to what we're supposed to be talking about, which is underrated <laughs> No, just real quick, just to call this author, author out, Samantha Christie. She's written some good underrated books, too. Be My Reason is a really good standalone. And then Purple Orchids, The Mitchell Sisters. I've told Jess about this one, too. That series is really good. Yeah. So Samantha Christie. And then... Another author, too, real quick, Pam Godwin. She is an underrated author. 
Pam mm-hmm. Godwin, I agree. Sea of Ruin, I read. I haven't. Yeah, I yeah, no, I haven't read that one. Oh, ladies, that is actually a historical romance, but it is dark. Really? Dark I, yeah. romance, historical is romance. Is it reverse like, harem? Dark. No, it's not. Is she a reverse harem? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, though, because it'll spoil the book, you know? So that's why I'm like... I... But it's really, you two would love it, but it is dark, though. Like, but I loved it. I love like, it had book. the way, the plot, it was a dark romance, historical romance. It's like, if, that's, is that's it Mermaids? I, I also read her book, Dark Notes. No, not Mermaids, though. Okay, I'm thinking mermaids. a different book, then. But it's, like, oh, that, Pirates. Okay. Yes, yes, it's yes, pirates. yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yes. Ooh, I didn't. Yes, yes. It's okay. Pirates and, like, yeah. all this other stuff. But it's really good. Like, I can send you guys reviews I'm going to sign into last year. DMs when we get off and ask a, a spoiler question, which I don't mind spoilers. Because... Yes. Because I'm like, I don't know if yes. people want to hear it here, but I'll like, I didn't read it yeah. for a specific I, reason. So if it's... Yeah, I'll, I'll message you. If it's reverse harem, she won't read it. It's... It's not, that's why I'm like, you'll, okay. you'll see. Okay. I'll message. <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I also read her other book, um, Dark Notes, but I didn't love as much, but it was good. Dark I Notes. Didn't. I just downloaded Lessons in Sin by her. It's like a priest vibe. Um, I like her, the oh. Knotted and Buck- Trails of Sin, the Trails of Sin series by her. So good. This is the cowboy era before it became an era. Like this. Lessons in Sin? Trails of Sin. Noddled Trails of Sin. And then Lessons in Sin is the priest. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize how many books. Oh, I see. There's one called Buckle. Trails of Sin. She has so many. Sea of Ruin has a beautiful color. It does. Like the girls like falling in the ocean. Okay. I'm very intrigued by this. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. That's genuinely all I had about underrated books. I'm down. I'm in. I'm like Pam Godwin. Let's do it. <laughs> Amazing. Like, so many books to read after this. Mm-mm. I know. Yeah. I'm stressed about it, honestly. But I guess we can say we are besties with Yasmin from Yasmin Reads. FWBs, baby. Um, if you haven't followed her from at the beginning, please give Yasmin a follow. She is so phenomenal. If you couldn't tell, it's amazing. We love her. But if you like this episode and want to continue reading along with us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Friends with Books Pod, where we will announce all of our upcoming buddy reads and segments. Yes, and make sure to follow us. <laughs> yes, um, on whatever streaming platform you listen to our podcast on. So Apple or Spotify, give us a review, give us a rating. I'm a Spotify Unless it's girly. Same yeah. Apple over here, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I also do the podcast. It's nice to have on the podcast that's app because it like I, yeah, separates them. So oh. I do I do listen to both. I like sometimes go back and forth with their podcast. Yeah. So well, wherever. <laughs> Rate us on both. Yeah. Rate us on both. I'll follow do both ratings. Both. Um, but like Jess said, in the meantime, follow us over on Friends with Books Pod where we up, you know, announce all of our reads and all the fun stuff over there. And we also have a Facebook page. So I think that's it. I think we're besties. Thanks, girls. That was so yes. fun. This was so fun. Thanks for listening, oh, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. That's yeah. all. Bye. See you later. Bye for now. <laughs>